And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Hey, if you can do me a favor, you're watching this live right now, hit that bell, ring that bell, subscribe, like, wherever you're looking at this thing, follow me, help me to grow this show. I need a little bit of a help. So we have some great episodes coming out, and I just wanted to hop on. This is the raw, unedited, uncut version. So when you're watching this on live, you're going to see it now before everyone else hears it, because I'm not going to put it on the podcast until next week. I uh, just got back from Arizona, had a really good time with my buddy Jay. And for those of you who don't know, I believe a lot in connection, and I think that that's a very big part of life. I feel like you meet people in your life, they come into your life for a reason, they are there for you. They are those types of people who you want to be around. So um, I, just, I just really think that you have the opportunity to have some great people in your life and be around people who want to grow and help you be better. And I think that a lot of times we dismiss those people based on the way they say something or the way they look or things like that. So you can't really judge a book by cover. And that isn't the thing with Jay. That's not the way that Jay and I's relationship is. But um, he's a very good friend of mine and I met him about two years ago, almost three years ago, right after COVID happened, we got stuck in a group from a podcasting group on Facebook. And, you know, these people just kind of gravitate to each other. And it's crazy because you end up being around the people there are, but we're in a group of about 15 and about four of us got kicked out, but all four of us were good friends. All four of us stay in touch. All four of us continue to talk. Um, I've met Jay in real life a couple times, um, rode in his car this weekend. Super cool. He had Jay got big on Instagram because he's got a pretty huge following. He's also my co-host of One Drink Wednesday because he had this car that he got into SEMA. He did an awesome rap on it that he designed, and that was what got him into SEMA. Um, you got to do something pretty crazy. If you guys don't know what SEMA is, it's a, it's a pretty big car show in Vegas every year. And so anyway, um, with that, you know, we were talking about his car. We got off on kind of talking about Trust Me Vodka. I had interviewed Mark SEMO. Um, who is the founder of that. And um, then he ended up ordering some and I've, I'm kind of an investor in Trust Me Vodka. So it's been one of those things. It's been super cool and it has brought us together. And he's a person that I have always, you know, confided in. And we ended up talking daily on a daily basis on a voice app. So super cool. I was glad to go visit him again. Glad to go see him again. Have a good time with him. Also got a chance to meet a couple of One Drink Wednesday people that I don't meet, that I haven't met before in life. So Turkey Garcia, good friend of mine, who hops on to One Drink Wednesdays there every single week. And Drew Bunkley hooked me up with a ride. So he has a car rental service called Westgate Exotics in um, Arizona. And he hooked me up with Jeep Gladiator. And the cool thing was is that Drew has a Corvette C yet, and he's been on One Drink Wednesday for a long time. He follows me. He's posted a bunch of videos um, of me driving his car um, on YouTube, everywhere that you follow him. So you should follow him at C8 Matrix on TikTok and YouTube and all that stuff. So check it out. There's a lot of good stuff. It was super cool because I'm going to tell you a story about me getting off the airplane. Now, I'm not famous. Not at all. <laughs> there's no there's no fame in this whole situation. I have a podcast and I've done this for about seven years now. Or not seven years, three years now. Um, and I have an episode or two out every single week. And it was interesting because Jay has this, this actor in a sex, he had the 97 and then he sold it. And now he's got a 2020, um, 2021 NSX type S. 
so that's kind of how I know him back and forth. Um, and that's kind of the thing. Justine, if you are watching, and I'm just going to tell you, I got TikTok Live going on over here. And again, this is live and uncut. Um, you can ask your questions or whatever that you want right here going on. But um, I am talking to the screen over here. So um, I will look over there from time to time. If you have questions, go ahead and let me know. If you want to go get on the YouTube channel, you can hit the link tree in my bio and it'll pull you up on YouTube or Facebook or anywhere. This is going live right now on YouTube and Facebook. Um, but anyway, back to the story. So I got to meet Drew. He hooked me up with a Jeep Gladiator um, and I got to drive that around for the weekend. But he also has a C8 uh, um, Corvette, which we talked about him letting me drive it multiple times. And it's kind of been a dream of mine to drive one of those ever since it came out. It's a mid-engine Corvette. And a lot of people don't like the mid-engine one. They don't think it belongs in the middle of the car. They think it's a front engine. That's what a Corvette is. American muscle, blah, 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 blah. And Jay's Acura NSX is actually made in America. But Honda is a product or Acura is a product of Japan. And so it's got a mid-engine car. And um, what's up, Nikki? Uh, it's got a mid-engine mid-engine in it as well. So it's super cool. They kind of They don't look a lot alike. And I'll get hate because I'm a truck guy. And those are the types of things. What's up, Megan? How you doing? Um, again, if you guys are watching on TikTok, because I got it on TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, I got it on YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook, it's on Facebook. So I'm going to come back and forth here. Sometimes Nikki is able to type the questions in, but I don't know if she's going to, because she's at work. I am not at work. I mean, we're on mountain time, and mountain time is a little bit different than um, where she at, Eastern time. So they're at work. I'm not at work yet. I'll be at work in a while. Um but anyway, Drew allowed me to take a ride or drive his C8 from a gas station near the airport. And if we had a little bit more time, his wife ended up getting sick. I would have got to drive it more. So the next time I go down to Arizona, he'll probably have a different one and I'm going to drive it as well. But um, too, super cool to get to drive in those cars. I got to play some golf at TPC Scottsdale, which is one of my favorite courses. Um, I like the stadium course, but the prices have gone up so high that it's just ridiculous. I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't afford to, um, pay for that. So just wasn't worth it. Um, and Nikki says she's at work, but she can listen, which is awesome. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all being here. If you have any questions, drop them here. I'm looking over here. It's not rolling too fast. we got about five people in there. If you're watching anywhere else, questions are fine. Um, but anyway, that was kind of a fun time, but you know, you never know where these connections have. I could have dismissed Jay. Jay and I have a lot of things that are in common because the way that we talk to people, the way that we discuss things is pretty much pointed into the matter of fact of what things are. Um, there's no beating around the bush with me or with him. And that's what I like about our relationship. He can tell me something and it doesn't hurt my feelings. And at one point he had said something. I had asked him about stickers because there's a place that you can get stickers um, at kind of a discounted price. And I kind of asked him, well, what do you pay for? And he goes, I'm just telling you there's a good deal. You know, you're just kind of like a, like a curt response. And then he had to backtrack and he had to apologize. And him and I do this a lot because we're both the same way. It's not that we think that we're dicks. It's just that the way that you come across is curt, you know, like, like to the point. And that's how I operate. I've never had any issues. Um, appreciate it. Never, never had any issues doing that, you know? Um, and, so that's the big thing. I've, I've never had issues saying how it is, but I've had issues with the people who react to me as I was a baseball coach in high school. The kids didn't like that. I was just straight to the point. Um, they had to get used to the type of person that I was because it always comes across as stern. 
And that's how it was when I was teaching. It was the same thing. A guy just seems like a stern guy, but I'm not. I just expect a lot out of you. And I know that you can do it. And if you come have a conversation with me and you tell me that that's the way it is, then I'll change. Because I think that most people are open to conversation. Most are, but then some just take offense and then they never talk about it. So that's what I want to leave you with today. I want you to understand that no matter what you're doing, you have to be willing to accept criticism and it's okay to give criticism. And if they can't take the criticism, then they, it's their problem. But have an open conversation about it. Now you give someone your opinion and you say, hey, this is what I think you should do. And they say, okay, I'll, put, I'll take that into consideration. I think that you should always think about things. I don't think you should be some, you know, um, dismissive of, of an option or a conversation or a thing like that. So that's kind of the thing. That's, that's the way that you need to look at life. People who are criticizing you aren't always criticizing you because they think that you're wrong. You have to be open to that. And I think that our country has kind of lost that because as David Goggins said the other day, it's like people don't want to know what's right. They just want to feel good. And so if someone doesn't make you feel good about who you are, then you just automatically dismiss them. And sometimes you need to hear the hard truth about what's going on. I have to hear the hard truth. You know, I'm, I'm this morning, I'm struggling because I have to go to the doctor. I've been exercising every day for two weeks, but I've been slacking off for two years. My doctor is very to the point, which like I'm complaining about people not being that way. And he's to the point. And he tells me, you're too fat or you got too much weight on you or you need to do this. You're not eating right. Like these are things that I need to hear. But I've gotten to the point where I know that and I don't need to hear it every single time. So it's really hard to do that. Um, Nikki says, sometimes you got to be uncomfortable. And that is the truth. I mean, that's it. Like it has to be, you have to be that way. You have to be uncomfortable. For you guys to know, I've been working out for 19 days. I'm getting on that bike and, and my butt hurts. It's sore. It's The seat is not comfortable. They never are. And I don't like bike shorts, so I don't want to wear them. I don't want more padding there. So I'm trying to make myself get used to it. And um, it's tough, but that's what you have to do. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I've seen or heard lately, the biggest takeaway that I've heard. Um, I read You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's a, or I didn't read, read, I don't like to read much. I listen. So audio is really good, but I listen to it. And I listened to it the first week I was doing the bike. And it gave me something to listen to and something to kind of push forward. But we, in between our ears, have the biggest, biggest problem, right? We can think our way out of any situation. We can get on that bike and say, oh, my legs hurt. Oh, this isn't going right. Oh, this is that. Like, we can talk ourselves out of doing anything. And I've spent the most, the most of myself in the last couple of weeks talking myself into doing it. I was in Arizona, right? I had two days where I was on vacation where I wasn't near my familial, my familiar place. I wasn't near my bike. I couldn't go out in the garage and get on my bike. I had to go out and find a place to go. So what was the first thing I did? We got the hotel room. And the first thing I did was I decided, where is the fitness room? So I walked into the hotel room. I put my bags away and I went and found the fitness room. So I knew where it was. Lo and behold, they had a bike in there. If they didn't have a bike, then I was going to have to start looking elsewhere. And next time I'll plan to make sure that they have a fitness center. They don't all do, but most have a fitness center. 
So I went in and I got my ride in. It was simple, but you have to plan for those things. Someone posted on TikTok the other day, they're like, why did you not, um, why are you working out? You should be having fun. You're on vacation. And that was my thought too. But then I started thinking about it. And it's like, I have this goal to be exercising every day. That's my goal. And it doesn't matter where I'm at. I can find a way to do it. If I couldn't find a bike, if there was no bike, I probably would have went for a walk. I mean, I was out golfing. I was walking a lot when I was golfing. But the idea to me is I'm going to bike every day and I'm going to do it for 30 days. And then I'm going to reevaluate what I want to do because I have an elliptical. But the problem is, is I want to move on to something different. I don't want to sit there and be on the easy thing because the bike is the easiest thing for someone who doesn't exercise, but I want to stack that. So tomorrow the diet starts. I decided to hold it off. Um, You know, lifting wits has done wonder for you. Um, You got to face the hard truth. Exactly. That is completely true. Um, You're out of routine. It can throw you off. Got to plan ahead. And that's the thing. It's like, figure it out, plan ahead, make it so that you can put it in there. Don't try to just go with it and say, oh, nothing's going to happen. You know, I think it's a big thing. It is, it is what it is. And and that's the thing. You have to be willing to figure out a way if you want it bad enough, no matter what it is. And we're talking about exercise, right? For me right now, that's what I'm working on. But if you want something to happen, you have to push to make it happen. If you haven't listened to, I think it was, it's, it was Monday's episode. This will come out next Wednesday. So last Monday's episode with Robert Watson, you should check it out because he talked about running that just, it just slapped me in the face. And this is, he is actually the reason why I started exercising again. Because when I interviewed him, I asked him, because he posts on his post every single day, the amount of days he's running and the amount of, um, you know, how long he's done it. And then also talks and he sends you out a quote and kind of pushes you throughout the day. And they come out at five o'clock every morning and they are, I'm on the bike, I push it, I listen to it and it gets me going. But he said, you know, he goes, I run every single day. And I'm like, why running? I hate running. Like, I can't stand running. And that's what he turned it around on me. He goes, you know why running? Because I hate running. And because running used to be used as punishment. And I figure if I can get up in the morning every single day and go run and get the thing that I hate out of the way in the beginning, it's going to make my day that much better. And it's not that I hate exercise It's just monotonous, right? It's something that we do and we need to do because we need to stay in shape. We need to stay physical. We need to stay active. And that's, that's why I do it. So, um, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. I just, you know, it's a little bit of rambling, but the fact of the matter is, is I want you to think, take away these couple things. One, it's up to you. You have to plan for it. You have to make it work. Two, you never know who you're talking to. I've had some great connections. I have a few of them over here on TikTok live right now. Nikki says, get it done in the morning. That is correct. Because I think in my mind, it's like, it's done. It's out of the way. You can't make any excuses. You put it off, right? So stop putting it off. If you have something that you want to do, for me, the best time for me to do that is the morning. Because if I don't do it in the morning, I'll say, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And next time, later turns into you didn't do it. So that's what we got love you guys. I wanted to say thank you again. Please help subscribe. Please share this if it helped you out. Please go over and do a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out the podcast. Help me grow it. It's getting about 500 downloads a month. I need it to be up to about 1,000 because that's what they want to see to see monetized. And it's not much. I don't make much. Basically, all I'm trying to do is get enough listens so that I can pay the bill on um, the podcast platform. If you need any merchandise, let me know. 
I got stickers, I've got hats, I've got t-shirts made to order. Um, you know, let me know, you know where to find me until next time I challenge you to find the shape of your success.